So, you know, we're in week two of a, a four-week series called Small Things, Big Difference. It's about the small things that we do every day, how they can set the course of our life. So, you know, last week, Jeremy and Josh, they spoke about uh, how God habits, habits that you do every day, about devotional or, you know, your quiet time, how you, how you do that every day can actually change the course of your life. And they were great messages, so, you know, you can listen to them on podcast. Uh, so today, I'm going to talk about how small, incremental changes in your thinking can make a massive difference to your life. So, so the title of my message is, what are you thinking? Yeah, what are you thinking? So let's just pray. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Father, that you're here today. I thank you, Lord, that you look upon us and you smile, Father, that you're pleased that we're here. And I thank you, Father, that as your word goes forth, that it would bring change, that it would bring revelation, that it would bring light, that it would bring life. And I thank you, Father, that we would not leave here the same, but as we go, you would in some way speak to us right where we are, and we will change in that way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well... Talking about, you know, all this football and all that, about 14 years ago, actually, you know, I did Taekwondo for five years, so it's it's a martial art, if you're not sure what that is, and I used to go to Taekwondo an average of, to to train an average of four times a week, but I used to train at home by myself every day, uh, because I loved it, I really enjoyed it, and it kept me fit, it was like a sport for me, but... It came to a time, like after five years, when it was time to do my black belt grading. And you get invited to do that, so you don't get to do your black belt grading unless you're ready. So I got invited to do that, and I thought, oh, well, you know, must be ready then. However, you know, it's two hours. There's five judges. They come from all over the country. Like, you know, they've all got suits. They look pretty intimidating, and they are. And, 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 but, and, and then... You do things like you you do all your patterns and then you might do self-defense techniques. So for the whole two hours, like, you're full on into it. And then the fighting, like, so then you you do sparring, like, you do different fights. So you might start with one person, then you start fighting two people, and they're all black belts. So you, you end up fighting, like, three, maybe four other black belts at once. So at the end of that, you know, you're kind of feeling a little bit, tired (laughs) and sore and sweaty and bruised. So it was probably like right towards the end is when we have the power breaking. Now, power breaking is when you actually do break things. And it's not just about power because it just shows that when you're tired and and when you're sweaty and all those kinds of things, when you're like that, it's very hard to do something with technique. And even though it's called power breaking, the only way to actually break these things is with good technique. You have to have a bit of power, but technique, you have to have more. So someone who's really strong can't do a break like this unless they've got the technique. So I'm going to share with you like um, like part of my black belt trait, uh, like the actual grading. It's, it's this part. It's at the end. So let's just picture this. I'm very tired <laughs> and I'm bruised because I've, I've, I've been through all my fights and it's been great. I've, you know, it's all gone really well for me. Then I have to do three different sorts of breaks. I do a punch and I've already done that. That's all sweet, no problem. Then I do a jumping back kick break, no, no sweat happening. And then 
they put up, because I don't know what kind of thing, I, it's not that I know what kind of break it's going to be. The, my instructor decides what break, and same with everything else. They decide what you're going to do, and then you just do it. So then he puts up my personal best, which is like the equivalent of six inches of timber to break with a sidekick. Now, I'd, I'd done this break before, but it's not a, it's, it's a very difficult break. And, uh, and like I say, it takes technique and power, both. Like this, just to give you an idea of this, later on in the year at the, um, the world champions, the person that won the power breaking in the women's thing made this kick. So it's difficult, like I'm just giving that. So what I'm gonna show you is a little bit of that. Like let's have that first video. Now do you know, we're talking about thinking. What on earth was I thinking then? Because like when, when Caroline Leaf, Dr. Caroline Leaf was here last year, she said the average person thinks 30,000 thoughts a day. I reckon I had about 10,000 in these next five minutes. Because <laughs> I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I missed it. I'm like, and then I'm thinking like, oh wow. Because it's not like, that's it. I have to do it again. I'm like, and so I'm thinking like, oh no, I missed it. How am I going to do it? I can't, I, thousands of things are going on in my mind. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. How am I going to do it? How am I going to do it? I missed it that time. How am I, how am I going to get it now? You know, all these people are watching me. They're all staring at me. Oh my goodness. You know, like, cause everybody is watching me. Like they're watching me. They're watching me. What's going on? No, 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 no. And then my instructor walks over to me. He was the one at the end there in the suit. He walks over and he goes to me, what are you doing? <laughs> I've got to tell you, that was not helpful. No, no, no. no. But he, he, remind, he reminded me, though, because he said, what are you doing? He goes, you're looking at the board. Remember? You look past the boards. You look past the boards. So part of my training over all these years, whenever I did a break, that was it. I don't look at the board because if I just hit the board, I'm just going to tap it. I look through the board to the other side. So, you know, I, I thought, wow, just in that one moment, I thought, oh, my gosh, back to my normal thinking. Because I'd been trained to think that all that time. But in a moment of, like, tiredness and whatever, forgot it. I forgot my thinking. I forgot that thinking that had been ingrained in me. As soon as he said it, boom, there it was. Look through the board. So we'll watch the second, second video. I was looking through it so much. <laughs> but I was looking through the board so much, I nearly went through the whole thing. But, but, but do you see a small change in my thinking? The quietening, the quietening of all those other things that were going on in my mind, one small change in my thinking, and right at the beginning, all I could think about was... I'm going through those boards. I see the other side. I'm, I'm going through those boards. But, but it's that, that's how important one small thought can be. Good, good. We got that, we got that. See, because the, ba the battle takes place up here in our minds. And the great thing about it, we get to choose our thoughts. It's totally up to us, totally up to us. So what we think about determines the quality and direction of our life. 
life will always move in the direction of your strongest thought. Always. In the of your strongest thought. So in Proverbs 23, 7, it says, For as he thinks in his heart, so is he. If you think you can't, like you're probably right. If you think you can, you, you, you're probably right as well. If you dwell on problems, you get overwhelmed emotionally. If you look for opportunities, you are actually likely to find them. So whatever is going on, as you think in your heart, so are you. you know, so if you believe you can overcome something, you can do it. So people you know, who think positively, uplifting thoughts, they're usually happier, healthier, and, and live longer lives. They are, have less stress, they're more vibrant, more vibrant, and they enjoy better sleep as well. So positive thoughts. But you know what? Our mind, interestingly, naturally gravitates towards the negative. Did you know that? Yeah, well, just start thinking now, thinking now. So a study showed how positive and negative memories are handled in different parts of the brain. A negative memory takes up more space. There's more of a process to it. That's, and because of this, that's why we remember the negative more than the positive. So bad emotions and bad feedback, you know, it has more impact than good ones. Losing money, being abandoned by friends, and receiving criticism will have a greater impact than winning money, making friends, or receiving praise. So even though all, those, they are all good things that you hear, you remember the bad one more. Yeah? If you really think about that, you can probably think of examples yourself. So, for example, a person you know, who loses $50 will remember that more than when they make $50. Totally. It's easy. So I just want you to think now, this is what, like, just do a little survey. If we had a scale from 1 to 10, 1 is negative, 10 is positive. I want you to think about what your thoughts were like last week and think on a scale of one to ten where they fall. Do they were they more more <laughs> were they more towards the negative or were they towards the positive? You might have been worried about your children. You might have been worried about your finances. You might have been worried about paying your rent. You know, like think about those things. Or you might have been like living large, having a great time. It might have been your birthday. You might have been having fun with your friends. So so they're all they all affect that scale. So just in your mind Sometimes it's really good to take time to think about what you're thinking. Because when you do, you think, wow, maybe, you know, I wasn't that crash hot last week as I thought I was. And that, but the thing is that you can change it. See patterns. We can get patterns in our mind and replay them over and over again in our head. Like it may be, there might be things going on now or things that have happened in your past. Like, for example, I remember um, making an investment and losing $100,000. <laughs> and like, man, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that now. <laughs> I'm so remembering that. And, 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 but, but when it first happening, <laughs> happened, <laughs> happening, when it first happened, see, it's throwing me totally already at this $100,000. Like, $100,000. Who can believe that you lost $100,000? But that's what you get all these thoughts. You think, I can't believe I lost $100,000. How stupid was I? You know, I can't believe I made that investment. I mean, it sounded good at the time, but all, all these things. So it becomes a pattern. And then what would happen to me, though, when I saw an opportunity to make the next investment, it'll be like, 
you know what happened last time? No, I remember, lost the, you know, I, I made that investment, lost $100,000. Don't really want to do that. Don't want to go. So, so it can affect your thinking. When you continually replay these things over in your mind, whether it's somebody who's abandoned you or somebody who was nasty to you or whatever it is, whatever is replaying in your mind affects your future unless you change your thoughts. Okay. And I did lose $100,000. But do you know what? Just to show you, you know, I did get over that pattern. <laughs> Took me a while, but I did change my thinking. But, but I did. Like, so, and it only happened, though, by um, changing my mind about things. So in Romans 12, 2, in the, um, in the NLT, it says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by, by changing the way you Think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. That, that is really the beginning of how you start to change things, change those patterns. So I'm going to talk about how to change your thinking. The first point is capture destructive thoughts. So in 2 Corinthians 10, 3, 5, it says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We take captive every thought. We take captive every thought. That's, that's number one. So when we're getting these distractions, when, when I keep thinking like, man, I lost a hundred grand, I lost a hundred grand, I, have, I lost a hundred thousand dollars, I have to take captive that thought. I, I, you know, you might be thinking destructive thoughts. I mean, think about it. Like, are you, you know, are there times where you think, you know, I can't or I won't or I'm not good enough? or I can't change, or I'll never be happy, i never do anything right. Do Have any of those thoughts ever run through your mind? They can, that, that's a destructive thought because it's stopping you from progressing in God's will because we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. We take him. So what destructive thoughts do you need to capture? And the thing that I've started, I got in the habit of doing once I switched on to this, you know, whole thinking thing, about that $100,000, like, for example, I'd think, I'd think, you know what, I'm never going to invest again because, you know, I'm going to lose more money. But then when I realised that it was a destructive thought, I thought, well, is that the truth or is it a lie? Simple as that. Whenever thoughts like that come to me now, I think, well, is that the truth or is it a lie? You know, I'm going to lose another hundred thousand. The truth, like that's so not the truth. <laughs> no, no, it's a lie. Like just because I invest in in, in something else, am I going to lose a hundred thousand? Is that the truth? No, it's not the truth. It's not the truth. I mean, when you when you actually break it down, there, it's so simple. You think that's not the truth. So why do I continue to think like that? I have to change my thinking. So that's one. Capture those destructive thoughts. Number two is. Fix your thoughts on what is true. Is it the truth or is it the lie? Fix your thoughts on what is true. So in Philippians 4, 8, 9, it says, And now, dear brothers and sisters, that's you guys, one final thing, 
Fix your thoughts on what is true and honourable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy. You see, in a bit further down it says, and then the God of peace will be with you. You have peace in your heart when you think about great things, excellent things, worthy things, things that are true, great things, things that are happening in your life that are good. And so I had to think, well, what is good? You know, I lost $100,000. But do you know what? I've made a lot more money than that. But it's just that that it was at that time. I mean, I'd made $300,000 in a house sale prior to this. But, you know, I just got so caught up in a, I lost $100,000 because where does you, you naturally go to the negative? So I had to start thinking, well, you know what? Yeah, I might have lost $100,000, but that doesn't mean that every time I invest that I'm going to lose $100,000. That doesn't mean that, you know, what it could mean is like that other time when I made $300,000. Like, I'm thinking I'm going to think about that. Think on good things. Think on excellent things. Think on worthy things. And, and, and what really helped me was meditating on the Word of God. Like, like when we say meditating on the Word of God, like meditate means to mutter. And in, in the Psalms, it talks about, like in Psalm 1, it talks about meditating day and night on God's word and, and, and about how whatever you do will prosper. I mean, that's a great thing to meditate on God's word. So I've just got a little picture here, like I've put that first picture up. So this here is like our mind. And if you look at all those little people there, those are like thoughts. So this, is, this goes along with like Henry Thoreau, who was an American philosopher. He says, as a single footstep will not make a path on the earth, so a, a single thought will not make a pathway in the mind. To make a deep physical path, we walk again and again. To make a deep mental path, we must think over and over the kind of thoughts we wish to dominate our lives. So that's what he said. But you can see there, if you think once, oh, yeah, I made, you know, 300000 that's cool. But the rest of the time I'm thinking, I lost $100,000, I lost $100,000. You can see the path is worn with that. So if, to change your thinking, you need to think about those excellent and amazing, great things. But you start thinking, not, not once, over and over and over and over until the path is changed. That's how you make a new pathway, not by thinking about something once, over and over and over again. So it's so funny, like Michael shared about you know, uh, tithing and offering about how he wasn't really, didn't really like that kind of thing at the beginning. Well, you know, neither did I. Like, so, and, and I thought I had I would sit in church, actually, when an offering message was on and start wigging out, you know, thinking like, man, you know, I like everything else, but, man, I hate this. I really don't like that. Why are we doing this? That's just so stupid. Why would you do that? All, all these thoughts would go through my mind when I first started coming along to church. I'm thinking like, because I just didn't get it, because I, I didn't have uh, the gift of generosity either, and, yeah, things were pretty tight with money. But one, one day I thought, you know what? That's not really good thinking because after a while I, I started to think, well, I went to a friend's place and saw on their wall that they had a scripture in Luke um, 6.38. It says, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, 
pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. With the measure that you use, it will be measured to you. Now, that one scripture changed my thinking about giving. I saw it on her wall, and I thought, I'm going to do that. And so I went home, and I got all these scriptures, because I I had lots of destructive thoughts. I had many. In fact, you know, I I got one, sometimes I got a couple for each one to try and wear it down. Out of the Word of God, scriptures. So I I had 22 scriptures that I decided I was going to meditate on. You know what? Just start with one. Just start with one. <laughs> but, you know, I used 22 because I wanted to go fast. <laughs> no, no, it's actually because I had so many destructive thoughts. But, 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 but this one thing, that was one of them. One of those 22 was give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now, I, used, I started muttering that to myself. I would read it every day. I would see it. One of the 22 on the thing, I'd read it. I'd read them all, but I'd read it and read it and read it and start to think, after a while, you know, it started to get on the inside of me. It started to get in my heart, in my heart. As, a, as you think in your heart, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. It started to change my heart. You know, so now instead of when I was like wigging out in an offering message, I would... While someone was doing the offering, I would just go, give, and it will be given to you. A good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Give, and I would say it over and over and over. I, I, I didn't care what they were saying because you know what? I, I, I knew that God was working on me. Give, and it will be Every time it came to actually give, I mean, give, and it will be given to you. Because I, I, I had to believe it. It's in the word of God. I know it's the truth. I know it's the truth. You know, was I supposed to not give? You know, was that the truth or a lie? That was a lie. But God, he gives you everything that you need in his word for whatever situation you have, whatever destructive thought you have. So I had that on cards. But, I mean, I, I did that for lots of different things. And it worked. I would say it every day. I would memorize them. Say it every day. I would walk around Chancellor Park. I walk around, it takes 42 minutes. I walk around saying those scriptures to myself every day. And I did that for years. Four years. I mean, some things changed, you know, quickly. Some things took a little bit longer. But no matter what, the Word of God changed my thinking. Changed my thinking. Now I don't have a problem giving it all. And I, ha- and I haven't for years because I believe it, because it's in my heart. I know God wants us to be generous. And he wants us to be prosperous. Just know it. Know it. You know, all that, like, all those extra people started going the other way. That's what it is, like, in the thoughts. So what steps are you taking to fix your thoughts? What's the truth? So when you go home today, I want you to think about some destructive thoughts you may have. Is it the truth or is it a lie? And what are you going to do about it? You know, how can you, you know, is, the, is it a thought that you need to change? Is it a scripture you need to get out of the word of God? There's scriptures for every situation. So, and the third thing is relationships make a difference in how we think. Who you hang with, you're like, you inherit their thinking. I mean, I know a lot of my own thinking came from my parents. Came from my parents, came from my teachers, came from my family, 
who, who I was hanging around came from my friends. And even now, nothing changes. Whoever you hang with, a lot of your thoughts are actually inherited from them. That's why, you know, one of the most important elements in changing your thinking is getting our thoughts or getting our thoughts higher is being around correct relationships. Being around someone who thinks higher. Hang out with people who think higher. Hang out with people who think the way you want to think. Hang out with people you, you, who have the life you want to have because it's all got to do with how they think. So, so it's very important. So spend time with God. I mean, he's a good person to hang out with. Let's hang out and see what he thinks. You know, his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. But he can teach us his ways. So spend time with God, just like Jeremy and Josh said last week. Make every day a time with God. And in that time, go to work on declaring his word, meditating on his word. But the other way, be in church on a Sunday. Be in church on a Sunday. You know, you're making a commitment to follow God. Hang out with people who follow God. Be here on a Sunday. Hear the word of God spoken. Go to connect groups. Go to connect groups, as, as Sharon talked about earlier. You know, go to connect groups. Then you get to actually talk and, and live life with people on the same wave as you. They're a great thing. Love connect groups. And, and get along to whatever. We had Dr. Caroline Leaf last year at, at Activate. This year we've got, you know, Pastor Leanne, who is incredible. I saw her years ago at a conference, and just her words that she spoke then, they still dwell on the inside of me. It, it's a, it's a, don't miss that opportunity. You know, go and be there, be there. So, oh no, sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, capture destructive thoughts, fix your thoughts on what is true, and relationships make a difference. Who are you hanging with? So, you know, when you go home today, think of a destructive thought you might have and what and a thought that can counter that or a scripture. Memorize it and just, just do it. Even if it's just for a week, you get up every day and you say it. Throughout the day you say it. Take it on a card to work with you. Say it. I mean, that's what I did. I used to have a piece of paper and I'd take it at work and my lunch break I'd be like... Blah, 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 blah. But you know what? It was fun and I loved it. And I loved learning the word of God because there's nothing like memorizing the word of God because when things happen, boom, there it is. Like God, that's how God started to speak to me through his word. Like when it, whenever the giving thing happened, given will be given unto you, like immediately. When you've got it on the inside of you, as he thinks in his heart, so is he. It, the word of God gets in your heart, will change your life change your life. So let's just pray. We're just going to pray. If you just close your eyes. Oh, thank you, Lord, that you are an amazing God. Thank you, Father, for the word of God. Thank you for your Bible, Father. Thank you for every scripture that you have in there, Father. Thank you that you can bless us and that you can change our thinking and change our words. And Lord, I just pray that each and every person today, right now, that you start to reveal any destructive thoughts that may be holding them back. Lord, I ask that you would raise those thoughts and, Father, give them the skills 
to change them. Give them a scripture. Give them the making the commitment to change. Oh, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for your word. Yes, it will not return to you void. But it will accomplish what you please and it will prosper in the thing for which you sent it. I thank you, Lord, for each person. Empower them. Strengthen their thoughts. In Jesus' name, amen.